Jobber Nation. Nation of the Jobbers. Nation of the Jobbers. Nation of the Jobbers. You got to switch it up. This is like day 36 of quarantine. We're trying new things every week. It's two weeks. No, it's two weeks. (laughs) Feels like forever. Are you still working? What? Are you still working, Mr. Black? Yeah, of course. I'm an essential worker. Good He's more of a slave, nigga. That's what you call slavery. <laughs> That's not slavery. He out here making his money. But um, welcome to quarantine episode two of the Java TS podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkinson, Mr. Black. We are okay. This is please what we're not going to do. Please don't this is what we're not going to do, sir. We're not. This thing, Arena Wrestling. Shout outs to. RC Dub podcast, all your wrestling buddies, but this ain't this ain't it. Be awesome. how you are a perfect boy. You know what? You should do your own video on the side on how to roll a blunt, but don't do it during the podcast, okay? But once again, happy, crazy enough, happy WrestleMania week to all. This is not what everybody signed up for, but this is what we got. I should be on a plane right now to Tampa, Florida, and I'm in my house. Um, but, you know, the show must go on. So, WrestleMania is not only going to be this weekend, but it's going to be a two-night show. So, Saturday and Sunday. You got eight matches on each night. And we'll do predictions towards the end of the episode. But first things first, let's talk about how is one another doing? How's everyone doing? What's new? What are you watching? How are you handling quarantine life? First of all, I blame you, Sir Wilkins, because you could have totally blamed me. You could have totally warned me, excuse me, about the emotional take All American has on you. All American was fire. Well, so I'm I'm mad it ended, but it ended like on some fucking the way um, Fast and the Furious ended. It ended in the ultimate cliffhanger, and I was just like, I never watched it. Oh, no, you should watch. So, listen, everyone listening, including Mr. Black, watch All American. It's definitely a really great, if you, you know, pro-black, you know, black excellence is definitely. I heard. Renewed. I heard. They are renewed for season th- um, four. No, season three. Three. So, definitely catch up. It's on Netflix now. Um, I guess that's one of the pros to, like, for shows that are on, like, networks is when they put them on, um, like, Hulu or Netflix, like, people watch it and binge. Like, so now people know about the show. Like, I would now go and watch it on CW. I saw it on, like, uh, on, like, the, you know, the billboards, and I saw the the Tay Diggs interview, and one time, my boy Coach Drew was like, you kind of look like Tay Diggs, my nigga. If you look like that would be you and your son in that, in that picture. I was like, all right, thanks, nah, guys. Be. Nah, nah. Tay Dix is the ultimate slime bag. Hands Why is slime? Because he, he smashes all of his friends like shorties. Like, that shit is wild. Because that's what he, he doesn't really. He has no loyalty. It's a show. <laughs> it's a show. That doesn't. No, you play the role of people that you are. A lot of yeah. times. Like, I swear yeah. Denzel would be a cop. He probably would have if he didn't go into acting. Yeah. But, Mr. Black, what are you up to? How is life in quarantine, even though you're not so much in quarantine because you are a central worker? So thank you for that. Um, 
I caught up on a few shows. I saw Tiger King. Oh man. Free, <laughs> my man Joe Exotic. Um Carol did it. I don't Carol care what anyone says. Carol did it and um OJ said Carol did it too. Uh and the fact that OJ said Carol did it, you know Carol did it. The right, fact because he, said, he knows what to look for in a killer. And the fact that he said something like white people, I'm looking like the nerves, OJ. The nerves you have. The nerves, OJ. <laughs> like <laughs> it's old but that's man. why he and that's why he said it on April Fool's. So he was just like, "Gotcha." <laughs> he put like, "I did it," and I was like, "Um, this year April Fool's canceled, so he put a perfect time to do that." Oh, absolutely. So April Fool's definitely canceled. So him saying that, like, "I got you," yeah, okay. But yes, those that have not watched Tiger King, you know. It it was rough towards the end for me. Like I, I just was like, all right, these these people are going crazy. For and time. I watched um that Tyler Perry movie. Oh man! Wait, which one? Top five. Top five. Top which five. One? With the old lady. <laughs> when that nigga scared the old lady for her shirt. Yo, and fucking Felicia Rashad was the bad son, guy. Son, son, it went from a typical Tyler Perry movie to a horror movie. I'm like Tyler Perry, you done that fuck. Oh man! And what I love <laughs> about Tyler Perry is that he literally does everything. He writes, he produces, and executive cheap. like does everything. Look at cheap, that's why. No, that he's just talented. Cheap. No, that nigga's cheap. That nigga's cheap. He's cheap, but he got a whole fucking lot in Atlanta. He's trying to save money, son. He, I mean, it, but it, when it, you when you start your career living in a car, you no, value a dollar because. You never want to lose that money again. So he's like, why should exactly. I fix the writing room if I can do it myself? And he said that too in the interview. He said that he has to pay like mad money when I do an edit, right? I'm going to like, he has to pay them. So he just feels, you just do it yourself. Do it yourself. Yep. D-Y-I. All right, guys, let's get into some wrestling. This week, if you have not already watched Dark Side of the Wrestling, week two goes to no other than New Jack. New Jack. New Jack. So, guys, what were your thoughts about this one? Stop fucking crushing weed while we're recording. Guys, your thoughts on this week's episode of The Dark Side of Wrestling? Um, It was really good, of course. They do a really good job of, of doing a documentary. Um, New Jack is crazy, bro. New Jack is crazy, but I can't even get mad at him. Because we talked about his childhood. Ooh. Yeah. The daddy Racist. killing the daddy, the daddy shooting the mom in the leg as she's trying to leave. Like that's a bit much. Stabbing yeah. the mom in the back, like doing this, doing that. Like I can't get mad at him. But the biggest mm-hmm. thing I learned was Paul Heyman, creative genius. When, when one creative genius, number two, it was the fact that he worked that jury to get New Jack off. That's what I want. Paul Heyman's a G, B. Paul Heyman's a G. And he knew what to do with New Jack. And that, and he gave New Jack that run. But also, it showed the, the absolute genius of New Jack. Of he knew how to, to trigger people. Well, when yeah, he, because he never, he never showed emotion. Like, when people, like, would call him, you know, nigger and all this type of stuff, like, in the crowds and stuff, like, he never lost it. He just was like, oh, I'm going to go harder in the ring, though. 
Yeah, and then when he did this thing to um Rock and Roll Express, where where they um reenacted the, the, the um Rodney King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to New, but what was his partner's name again? The the big black dude. Um, Mustafa Sahib. Yo, AKA Marcus Marquis. That's not Marcus Marquis. <laughs> boy was smoking. Pencil, Pencil shavings. What? That has lead in it. You're smoking lead. That's different. You're smoking lead. And there was midgets in there. Dude, I'm, I'm sorry, little people. No, but that's what tripped me up. I was like sitting here like, how did New Jack get the connect for the for WWE? For him to even get on that episode overall? Uh, that's pretty easy because Paul Heyman was familiar with Vince. You know, they had to deal with two called Scorpio where Vince had to pay him X amount of dollars. You, you forget um, during that, they also had an angle where we're going to promote ECW pay-per-view. So it was easy, like, phone call. You know, if you notice, when ECW fell down, Vince gave him a job. So he's very familiar with Paul Heyman. Well, Vince like, gave him a job because he knew that basically there was no competition. So why... Why not hire him? You know what I mean? Right, I think. right. And he's done bits with him in the past many times. So it's kind of like a phone call away. It's not like that much black midgets. I mean, there's not really much black midgets that, you know, during that time that was really active performance. Little people. Listen, they know my heart, so. They don't. They don't, they don't know they you. Know. They don't know you. Yo, listen, like. Yo, you don't think that how that little people want to hear these jokes too? Oh, when they get jokes, I'm supposed to not joke on them back because they are little people. Like, they want these jokes too. They have fire jokes. I got one by They, they, they don't know. Nah, because, like, I made a mistake and called them and said the M word. It's like somebody called you the N word. That's, that's, not, that's not an N word. <sighs> yeah, so don't say it. But anyway, we'll move on. That's two different levels. <laughs> That, but Mr. Black, what was one of your highlights of watching um, this week's Dark Side of the Wrestling? Um, I kind of knew all the stories because I watched Hardcore Forever with New Jack, and I used to read him up on Wikipedia, so I was very familiar with um the um the, like the third case, but I wasn't familiar with the details with Mass Transit because there is no details beyond when he was in the ring during the court case. And that's, that's it. There was no, with this, it gave the fillers, you know? It gave the meat, it gave the potatoes, it gave the sauce, it gave the, the water, it gave, it gave the complete meal. When you found out that, okay, this is why Paul Heyman um, brought him in because he's good with little people. Boom. But so happily, um, Balls wasn't there. So he just ended up his opportunity. But oh, it's kind of... No. And again, he stole his opportunity. He definitely did. He brought them little people with him and didn't even use them. Like he he curved them. He was like, nah, I, you're not needed. And I, that's what I had to take this shot. Karma. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 But but he was 17. And oh, it was, it was, that whole documentary is crazy, man. Like, who's next? Next week. Next week, I'm excited because it's the um the life and times of Raw for all. And I don't care what anyone says. Oh, I that was such a good time in wrestling. Like it wasn't even wrestling, but it I loved it. Like it was one of those things. 
where I tuned in every week on Raw just to like see who the fuck was gonna get knocked out. I mean, they, just, they they went up, they they created rules as the shit went on. Like it was the funniest thing. Right? I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but when you kind of hear like you like the podcast, well, when you hear everybody who was in it talk about it throughout the whole year from Jr. From Stone Cold, now someone was in it, but someone during there during time. From um, you heard Harko Ali, you heard numerous other guys talk about it. So to me, it's kind of like I heard this before, but how are they gonna put it together? The story I already heard. How are they gonna reintroduce reintroduce me to a story that I already know? Because it's well, very I well covered. Feel like I, I guess it depends on like what level of like research you have into it. Like I feel like I only know the surface. So like to hear like what the Godfather has to say, to hear what Jr. has to say, to hear what Vince Russo has to say. I think those type of things I look forward to most. But the fact of the matter is, is that Bart Gunn was not supposed to win, like, at all. So I think to hear the the actual story into how that ended up happening, and then, like, him going to WrestleMania to meet Butterbean. Like, it just, it flowed, it, like, it was such a time in wrestling where it was just like, that's hilarious. And this would only happen one time, and one time only. I mean, I mean, like, it's just a proven fact that the atmosphere was kind of overrated. Clearly. Clearly it was overrated. You know, because a lot of stuff that did in the attitude era, we don't let it fly now. Because... Well, because time has evolved. Like, you don't, like... Yeah, so... You don't have the same fans, either. Right? So, if anything, when you guys... Like, honestly, what what I'm realizing is now, this is just different. I'm really starting to see the difference. AEW is definitely for is fan made. You know, it's based for the hardcore fans. Whoever's in the business, they still have a passion for the business. Vince, just for the business side of it, how much money you can make. You know, like when you when you end up studying your audience, you know certain stuff gonna make us pop. Such as how many times do you hear uh, like the underdog story from throughout the years? You heard it from the Jeff Hardy, heard it from you heard it from Crash Hardy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But all you do is just change the players. So this is why that whenever I get mad, I bet I want Kansas WD Network. I kind of look at them like, it took you a little while to get fed up, but he knows that y- y'all all going to keep coming back because it's a loyal fan base. And I, I, don't I just hate when people talk about they're going to cancel the network, period. Because that's not, the network know. isn't for current product shit. So like, so like even going back to the whole New Jack thing, like the fact that the network has wrestling from Smoky um, Mountain um, Promotions, and I can watch that. And I could go back and watch a match with them in it on the network. That to me is the value of the of the WWE network. It's never been about like current shit. Like their product could be shit or it could be great. It doesn't the network has nothing to do with that. And I hate when people get that they blur the lines of that and they, they want to take their frustrations out on the network when the network ain't do nothing to you. Well 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 the well the thing is the network um is like what you said is is for the vault, is for the, the past stuff in some original content. And I don't know if you guys heard, but they're taking off, they're potentially taking WrestleMania off the network. Yeah, after this year. After this year, supposedly they're going to take it off and they're testing it out right now because I don't know, it's on Fight TV. Yeah, so you can, so right now you can pre-order WrestleMania on Fight TV app. Um, and also, too, like, once again, if you have the WWE Network, you can watch it on the WWE Network. But they're trying, they, they probably are trying to see, like, how many people, like, what's the, what would the revenue look like 
if it becomes a pay-per-view only situation again. And honestly speaking, if I was them, I probably would test it next year and just do the big fours only on pay-per-view. I would have every other pay-per-view that's not a big four on the network too. And yeah, see. It, makes, it makes sense money-wise. So supposedly, um, rumor has it is that uh, the two people that got fired, the two executives, mm-hmm. they were the one who won their pay-per-views on the network. Yeah, <laughs> they said, and then Vince didn't want it on the network. Vince wanted it to be like a six month deal, and that's it. But they were like, "No, that's how we can get subscribers. Like, if we say WrestleMania is free, you're gonna get new subscribers, and then they're gonna come onto the network, and some of them will stay." And Vince was like, "Nah, that doesn't make any sense. I don't want to do that." And then, if you really look at the landscape, AEW, you have to pay for their pay per views. Yeah, but the thing is, with them, is they only have four. But it, that's true. But also, you have to. You still got to pay for it. You still got to pay out of pocket. You still got to do that. I'm all for it. I'm all for it because it puts more wrestlers' money back in wrestlers' pockets. It's a bigger payday for them. Yeah, yeah that is true. Well, it's kind of like okay, they take out all the pay per views. What are they gonna replace all the pay per views with? You don't take out the pay per views. You don't take them all out. You keep the old ones on there. That's the point of the, the network. No, talk- I'm talking about the new network. I mean, the new network, the newer pay per views. Are they gonna be more like? All right, it's done, and then you can watch it on the network two days later. Yeah, that's how it's I supposed mean, to be. Yeah, probably, or probably like a week later. So, like for instance, like even right now, like if somebody doesn't have Vice, for instance, and wants to watch Dark Side of Wrestling, like if you don't watch it, like on if you don't clip it on YouTube before the copyright people take that shit down, like Vice doesn't put that shit up for another week. Yeah, which, well, is, Vice, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, which Vice don't fine. put it up, but I see <laughs> other ways. Like people which, hit me up, like. Yo, can I get that link for um for Dark Side? And I was just like, you have to watch that on YouTube like immediately because it will not be on Vice for free for another week or two. Yeah, and, and which is which is fine, and that's how stuff works. On demand shit works a lot of times. Like if I want to watch a show, if I don't watch it live, I gotta wait a couple of days. Regardless, well, I'll about a couple of days. You'll know on that one. It well, maybe the next day. A, yeah, the next day, a couple of hours. You know, depending. Depending, it, it, it depends on the show, but I would prefer them. I'm looking at the long term thing. Profits are down. Margin margin profits are down. So if I have the network, there's no reason for me to pay a pay per view. And the thing about it, I can invite all four of my friends to come watch it at my crib, and I'm only paying ten dollars for one pay per view. That's the difference. It's, it's the profit margin. Money is down. So Vince is looking at the bigger picture, like yo. We're making money off the network, but we're not making money off the network. Right. So let's take the views off the network. People are still going to keep the network because of, which, of what you guys have been talking about for the past like 10 minutes is the fact that there's old stuff on there. And, and if I do miss the pay-per-view because I have to work or I got a family, family function to go to or something of that nature, I can watch it a couple of days after or a week after and see what, see what the hoopla is about. Right, 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 right. Like I've always said, people want... like. The thing about social media, you want to be in the moment. That FOMO thing is real. So if I'm like, yo, fuck it, I'm not watching WrestleMania, but my Twitter feed is going crazy, my Instagram feed is going crazy, Facebook because a, 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 a moment happened in history, you want to be part of it. You want to have seen it. So I'd rather put this shit on, the, put, take it off the network and, and make more money for the wrestlers because as of right now, after Corona, things got to switch up. Things I mean, definitely- I mean, like, from the looks of it, from um, what I'm hearing, they're going to start um, firing. Like, they're trying to fire, like, all the bottom talent, though. 
like the talent I'm using because just to save money because one due to the corona they're not gonna meet they wasn't gonna meet their profit margin the profit margin before but <clears throat> now they're definitely not gonna meet it so they gotta get save money for a long haul you know it's, like everybody's in this everybody's in this in this whole corona situation everybody's part of it and like one of my biggest things I talked about the other day was when like AEW is not getting any shit for this they have None. a whole they have a whole tournament about to start for their TNT championship. That's one. They're still, still recording. And guess what? They're in Florida, too. Well, apparently, I heard a little birdie that they have been um, trying to find a different location to record. So they they've, been actually, they've been recording in, in, in like outside of Atlanta. They've been in Georgia recording. In, and Georgia just now got that stay-at-home thing. I think it goes into effect this weekend. But they have been recording so much that they have, I think, some, they have enough right content for another month. Unlike with WWE, WWE, because once again, with Florida now at the state home, stuff in act starting today, which in real time is Thursday, um, they won't be able to record at the performance center. So just so. Which is fine. Give Give them a month off. That's right, so that's actually the kind of like cross, that's like the crossroad that they're at now where they may have to actually pause WWE until at least for another month, which honestly, it's a gift and a curse. It's, it's actually a gift more than a curse because it's WrestleMania. You you know, you have, you know, people, the titles have switched up, things have switched up. It gives everybody that breath of like, okay, this has happened. Let's just sit down for a minute and then re-up on things and restart new storylines and new start people being brought up or things like that or a superstar shake up, whatever they choose to do to revamp things, it gives them the opportunity to do that if they're taking, a, honestly, a 30-day Keep doing that. Give them some time off. Fucking do some behind-the-scenes shit. Work some 24s. There's so much shit that you can do at that time. Speaking of 24... They are putting out Edges 24 following WrestleMania on Sunday. I can't wait. <laughs> and, and that's what you, and that's what you need. I don't care. Uh, listen, give them a month off. AEW might get some more fans off of it, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But I'm just, it just, it just wrestling fans don't keep the same energy when it comes to these promotions. They should Because don't. everybody's, and then people was like, well, it's, it's WrestleMania. Well, who cares? They're still recording. It's the same thing. But here's the thing about people is <clears throat> people just stuck into their ways. You know, they always talk about five reasons they complain about. Let's say that how that they had a general audience coming in for WrestleMania during taping. Why would you do that? Da, da, da. You were saying one safety, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Now we listen to a lot of people. People are complaining about AEW. Probably not within your circle, but when I look at other wrestling websites, listen to other wrestling critics, a lot of them are complaining. One of them said, like, um, shout out to World Culture. One of them was saying that during their news report was like, on some, oh my gosh, I was so worried about when the best friends was hugging. And I'm looking like, yo, these people just love to complain about something. You cannot please wrestling fans. It's simple as that. They will complain about a mother effing product, but have a big WWE shirt with what about. Oh, I hate this. Anyone has some stupid novelty item like the soap or something like that. So people just love to complain. It's the cool thing to do is to complain. And when you are thinking rational and regional, business-wise, you look like a hypocrite. They want to burn you at town hall because you are a witch. 
because you use a logical sense. Because at the end of the day, let's be serious here. Yes, wrestling is a sport, but at the end of the day, it's entertainment. And WWE is the big, bad corporation. you got to accept the fact that they're not going to do stuff that appeals to everybody. To us, we just see wrestling as entertainment, and sometimes if we get into it the way we do it, we understand the bigger picture. Like, yo, this is how legends are made. You take risks to when you well, we were watching, like, um, we were watching Dark Side of the Ring, you know, um, 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 Corona, we'd be like, ah, I remember that. We're going to look up at it with nostalgic eyes and just like, dang, I remember when he took that stupid force at WrestleMania. I remember when Azalta One came out and had those vignettes about Vince and actually got it over. This is a great story to tell in the long run. So It's not a great story to tell. It's not a great story to tell in the long run. This, this, shit, this shit look trash. But this is How does it like, look trash? Wait, what looks it, trash? It, it's not a great story to tell. It's, it's like, it's history. It's just history. It's one of those, those cool documentaries. It's not, one, it's not a story. It's not a great story. It's a horrible story. It's, it's, it's a tragedy. It's one of those types of situations. It's going to make a great documentary, but it's more of a tragedy than a, than a story. Like, a story is like a great story to tell. It's like, oh, my God, it was a happy ending. There's no happy ending here. No, thing- just because, like, a person is, just because, like, you see, the fact that he said there's no great ending to this, like, you don't know this. We're still in the midst of it. Like, the but same exact way. Now, I'm going to bring it back to wrestling. The same exact way people might look at Day and Brian getting kicked by Shaman at 33 and 36. However long the length was, now, when you look back on it, oh, it's terrible. Hindsight being 2020, you look at it like, dang, son. Even though that it started out like this, it, it, it ended up, end up being something greater. You don't know this. So stop saying that it's done and complete. Stop saying that because you're not a genie. Wait, wait. The story, the story's been told already because there's no more wrestling after this month because they don't have enough recording to be done. That's what I'm saying. So the next chapter is going to start because the chapter of coronavirus basically ended already. If there's no more wrestling, if this was continuous, continuously happening, then we could say something. It's not. It's a tragedy at this point because there's no more wrestling. But with great tragedies lead to something good, which means they're going to have an off season. This means that something's going to restart, which means that new stories are going to happen. And one of the best things that to happen, speaking of WrestleMania, was that Austin Theory gets to be in his first WrestleMania. Because I will say that even though, you know, with, you know, the downsides, you know, up downs with, you know, unfortunately with the coronavirus, it actually has given guys like you just said, Austin Theory and also Leon Ruff that was on um, Raw and um, Justin Cade. Jason Cade, that exactly. was on Raw this past Raw. Exactly. It's giving guys that would have never had an opportunity an opportunity. And something exactly. I actually spoke I, I, with. Bazooka? I did speak with Zuka about it because okay. of the whole point. Well, more of the independency. Like, honestly speaking, as you, like, as a promoter, this is actually probably the best thing for you because you can really reset your entire company and do things after this that you could never do. And that's, but, but that's, but that's, that's the aftermath. That's the aftermath. That's your pieces after everything is said and done. What did you, what's going on over there? But but that's, that's, that's what's going on. (laughs) It's the aftermath of what's, of what happened. You're picking up the pieces. So it's, it's the ending of it. It's the end. And then what's going to happen after this is all end? You have to pick up the pieces. You're telling you, I understand that, but that's one part of the whole book. 
You can't tell one yeah. part. You can't tell no, one part of the book from the other. The other. So it changed wrestling forever. Then, then you talk about what happened after. During the time and when it ends, it's not good. The, the one thing I will say is the next guy up. Because, for instance, we're going back to football. When the Eagles were dis dismantled by injuries, it was the same exact thing. Wah, wah, wah. What happened after the injuries was we didn't win the Super Bowl. This, the chapter ends. So what do you do in the offseason? You reset what? everybody and what do you, do? you come back with something fresh. You start fresh. The, I mean, listen, like, how I see it, how I see this, I don't see it as, like, little, I see it as the whole book. I see it as the whole chapter. You know, there's gonna be when you're gonna be at your highest, you're gonna be at your lowest. When you're at your lowest, you're gonna say, up end the story, time for a new one. No, you went into how everything plays out. Then you said that, yo, that was everything. I see what it was, where I got from this, this actor, end of the chapter. Even though that you can't have end of a jail and life and license, you know that that's the end of the chapter, that's the end of the book. But you, you don't tell the stories from one part, anything like that. Oh, it's time for a new beginning, da, 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 a whole new documentary. No, you're saying a whole documentary to keep people interested. No, it doesn't make Well, no, that's kind of like how, like, growing up, remember when you had, like, series books? And you had to, you read one series, and then the way that it ended was, like, on the ultimate cliffhanger, but you had to read the next few series to understand. It's like the Harry Potter shit. I never, it, I never read that, I never understand. Because we're completely starting afresh that's what i'm saying because after this coronavirus stops everything is starting new everything is new every one of our lives is going to change after when this is all when this is all said and done all of our lives have already changed <laughs> yeah, it's going to be completely what it was when, it, when we started in january when june, let's say it's all ends in june we start our lives back up in june regularly it's going to be a completely different type of life that you had in june true, had in june. true. The world has changed, and, and I love it. The thing about it, I, I am with you when it comes to the positive side of it. And you did raise a couple of things, Janelle, and that is the next guy up. Austin Theory is going to be in a WrestleMania match. My nigga is the, the, the second coming of John Cena, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's great. And the, mere fact, and the mere fact is that people are looking over it, but they're not seeing the beauty of it. I think and because people don't appreciate the the come up story either as they as they say they would because like <laughs> I think for us it's a little different because you know we followed Austin theory when he was in Evolve and things and then he him coming from AR Fox's school like us kind of knowing a background of him like we're excited for him like we personally are like go Austin go and that's, but you and that's, have the average fan that's like oh who is this guy that that just looks all muscular and who are you okay but, so basically what and that one thing, one more thing that comes out of this whole thing is the promos. Ooh. The past three weeks of hey, wrestling. Guys, don't talk about how this man's promo this week wasn't a one. It was, but the thing about it, it's been across. Hey. It's been across the board, and you have to, you have to even. I even talk about Jericho's promo with a fucking drone. Fucking drone. Who gets AEW? Who gets AEW? We have no time. We got, un, we got unlimited time. We'll get to that. Well, actually, we don't have unlimited time because someone has an interview with Montana Black at 6.30, so we don't have a limited time. So, <laughs> Montana things. Black from Java to yourself? Yes. So, 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 we have, so we have to look at the beauty behind some of these things because you start, you start questioning, like, maybe fans do suck. 
Because well, I'm sorry, I don't mind the empty arena shit. Like I personally, do it's not like Shakespeare. I don't mind it. It's like it's, it's Shakespeare in the park. It's one of the best promos of. I mean, Undertaker, AJ Styles, Ooh. Randy Orton, Edge, um, fucking Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Cody has put on a phenomenal promo. Jericho is talking to a drone for God's sakes. Wow. Those are legendary stuff that we're seeing in our midst and in front of us. So it's one of it's one of the dopest things that we're seeing right now, and we're not fully appreciating that. Because go because going into WrestleMania, the stories have been told. The main stories have been told. But they Drew were Matt already, yeah, they were already written in the stars for some some stories for years. Like Yeah, and then Drew McIntyre yeah. fake Rocky, his Irish Rocky promo, where he's out in the mountains and shit, putting up kegs on his on his shoulders. That was Pulling a little weird, but okay. It worked, but I was like, oh. how is that weird? I was just like, because I didn't ex anticipate that. I was just like, what? I it, liked it. That shit was fire. It no, was. I it was fire. It, I was just like, this is so, like, oh, okay. No, oh, that's... Oh, 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 oh. When Brock Lesnar was in the field doing all these weird workouts back in there, you loved it, right? No, no problem with I that, right? That shit was weird too. I, it's on the same line. I as love that. I, I love that. I love that. Grittiness trying workout. to grab the chicken. It's the same fucking right. thing. Grittiness. That gritty workout. Just like my son in Apollo. Apollo from Creed Two. He had to get gritty to beat the Russian robot. That was side note. That was a really good movie. I don't know about that. I don't know about I that. All the Creeds were good. Michael, uh, the Michael second was one was dope. Is, I think he's overrated as an actor. Paul was better. Southpaw was better. Southpaw was a better story. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Southpaw to me was a better story. The boxing. My son got to switch up his style. The boxing was real next to the dogs. No, I mean like the whole story about the wife being shot. Him losing his whole house. Him losing his daughter. Like the story. Creed 1 was good. Creed 2 is just like Michael B. Jordan on like something he don't do with you dogs. You but he didn't do it for me in, this, in the first one. I just once again, I like the good storytelling, and I thought the, I thought the second one it's had a, a really good story. It was a director. The director. I don't, says, I don't care what anyone says. Rocky Five, when he fought that nigga in, in the back alley, underrated fight. <laughs> underrated fight, dog. Underrated fight. It's up there. It's up there. You know what? You know one thing that why I appreciate wrestling so much. It's the only combat sport where two and more people could be in the same ring, fighting, duking it out. You put a steel cage? Oh, my this, God. This thing is excited because it, got, it could be a whole rumble inside it. And rumble in the cage. Look, 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 you cage. know, look. if you're Vince War Russo, games. oh, my gosh. Vince Russo lets you fight the whole gate. You feel me? Wrestling. Probably dangerous as fuck, but like, I enjoyed it. That's editing, though. You know, you pretty good at editing and stuff like that. All I'm but saying right, is this. Oh, go ahead, finish what you're saying. All I'm saying is this. That's all I like wrestling. Because it's literally everything ever, like all your little fantasies that you have in your head with your toys and stuff like that. Like, in what world you can see, a, like, you can see Olympic gold medalist going against a zombie, the dead man Undertaker. Come on. Come on. Now you're Come on, the dead, you're a zombie. Put some respect on his name. He's not a zombie. Don't do that. Oh, no, 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 from different world. You know, so he's a biker. Like, y'all about to get the remix version of Undertaker and y'all niggas on the Do we the Yep. Well, 
let's talk about real quick what else happened this week in wrestling. Like, oh, oh, uh, NXT on uh, Raw. Raw had okay. I, man, listen, Undertaker opened up Raw. I said, oh, this shit just got good. Oh no. And he said the moment it became when you mentioned her, I said, ooh, AJ in trouble. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm scared for AJ. Like, It's going to be one of the best matches of of that night, and it's going to be because of AJ Styles. Yeah. It's really going to, he's going to take care of them and make them look good during that match. And it's one of the most matches. Like, people are not going to appreciate it until later. Nope. Even appreciate it now. One of the matches I'm really looking forward to is Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. When she kicked oh. old girl on NXT with her shoe, I said, "Oh, she wild disrespectful." That was fire. That was fire. I was like, "Damn!" One of the biggest things that people don't get. So I'm gonna make a quick comparison. Al Pacino, Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the best actors in my opinion of all time. Okay. But you never know what you're going to get exactly when they take on a role because they engulf themselves in a role. It's always a different Al Pacino. It's always a different Leonardo DiCaprio in every role. So I, I agree. I agree. So one of the beauties about this match is that Charlotte's going to have to switch things up because depending who she fights, she switches up her style. And I'm not the biggest fan of Charlotte, but I fucking respect the shit out of her. And the match she's going to have with Rhea, Rhea Ripley is going to be a brawling-type technical match. Yeah, it's going to be a brawl. So it's going to switch it up. And we're going to see Charlotte take shit to the next level. And you're going to be like, holy fucking shit. Bad. Like, yo, this is different. Mm-hmm. Which is why one of the one of the things is her best, her best opponents, which Ric Flair has said, has been Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Because Sasha Banks is, is that type of wrestler where she can switch it up any type, go into any type of gear. And which is why the beauty between her and Charlotte. But this Rhea Ripley match versus Char- versus Charlotte is a fucking dark horse. I put it above every. I put it above the Brock Lesnar match versus Drew McIntyre. You know what's crazy though? I, I like as the weeks have gone, you know, by I've been less and less, and I feel like a part of the reason why is because of the non fan aspect of it. Because the last live show I went to was Raw when it was here in Brooklyn. And it was the whole when Drew kicked Brock like 8,000 times and the crowd went crazy. So I feel like as the weeks have gone by, the like anticipation of that match of Drew and Brock's has kind of gone down for me mm-hmm. because I feel like everybody else has kind of stepped it up a notch. Like it's just like, oh, like like I would even give the whole Becky and, and Shauna, uh, Shayna Baszler like have been like trying to step it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you got AJ and Taker stepping up a bit. You got fucking Edge calling... Randall, a fucking junkie. I said on TV. I said, but, oh. but, look, but look who's been on the mic though. Yeah. Look who you're talking about. As much shit people give Becky, Becky's good on the mic, mm. and she's gotten you no. Know, she's gotten. She's, she's gotten better. She got better. She's gotten better. I cannot. She's gotten better. She's gotten better. you have to give it up to her. You're t- this has been promo school 101 the past three weeks. Which has been great because that's what everybody, as once again, as Mr. Black mentioned, everybody picks on something and complains. It's one of the things that everyone has complained about for months about WWE has been about promos. No, because they have time to talk. Because think about it. You're in a room full of a, 
fucking 20,000 people, 30,000 people, and they're yelling. Yelling at you, you can't take the you can't take your right pause, you can't do say what you want to say because you're interacting with the crowd. Now, you're in an empty arena, you're gonna remember your lines. And, and if you don't have much lines, you're gonna you're gonna put the, put you in there a lot easier because you don't have to worry about anything else besides yep. the person in front of you and the camera. That's the beauty of not having the crowd. But like you said, that crowd pop. Hype shit up. Yeah, it takes it another level. I remember watching that Raw when Drew McIntyre is fucking kicking the shit out of Brock. The whole crowd's going wild. When I, I tell you, Brock Lays was like erupting. It was crazy. Like, it was like... I oh, mean, remember, remember that one part where people were going, yeah, yeah, and he was like, I don't know what y'all saying, but I like it. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Because so, so you know, that one moment adds to the character. Ask, ask the little bun, like, yo, I fucks with that. I like what he just did right there. But when it's, you strip everything down, the real talent comes out. Yeah. But then again, but then again, it's kind of like this way, right? Wrestling right now is not for the complainer. It's for the fans of the artwork. Everyone always complain about, everybody always want to compliment New Japan, how they sit down there so silent. They appreciate the art form. Blah, blah, blah. They appreciate the wrestling. This is our time to have I'm in Japan moment and what y'all doing complaining about it. Because literally, the wrestling has stepped it up. Every time you're in the ring like this, that Keith Lee triple threat match, Whoa! energy all over, B. Oh, oh my God. Oh, um, my. Bobby Fish. Oh, oh Bobby Bob, a.k.a. the Pepper and Salt Beard. Come on. The purest. I don't know about no finance, but like he's a handsome man. But um, you see, you see how that everybody we get what we want, but yet people still complain. You got all these. Oh, I love New Japan. I know all of this, but you can't be wrestlers. Da, 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 da. What you doing? Complaining. You adding toxic. Now I kind of see why a lot of these performers don't like social media because you can't please the fans. Because right now, like I said earlier, this is perfect wrestling. It forces people to focus on what people are saying, and focus on people who are doing people doing it in the ring. Because they have time to take the real breaks. Because, all right, let's position ourselves go this way, this way. Wrestling getting more sharper because there's no audience. But a lot of people are seeing right past that because they want to complain about something. They go on social media with their Twitter fingers. Come on, dog. They were going to uneasy people pictures and complain, dog. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. What y'all doing out here? What y'all doing out here? Ain't doing nothing out here but complaining. Come on. What are we talking about? Though, so, so, we so are, what are right now. Let's get to our predictions so that we can conclude our episode. Um, there are once again the two nights this weekend, um, Saturday and Sunday. They haven't officially announced which matches are on which day. I think originally they had posted something, but I think they scrapped that, and they're adding like some touches and stuff. Ooh to the actual card itself. So I think, first of all, I think it's dope that they still have in the weekend perform the official theme song to WrestleMania. I think that's Where super dope. I don't know. I don't know. But he <laughs> is performing. What is he? He put in his crib? They're going to live stream That'd be actually really dope. Like if they set Who's up like performing? A, the, the weekend. The official theme song to WrestleMania is the weekend song. <laughs> 
Yo, they pick up some weird songs sometimes nowadays. Dude. No, oh my god, you know what songs I absolutely love? Every like almost every song they pick for like NXT Takeover theme songs. Is yeah, Takeover be fire, but not the main roster no more. Come on, you don't got no bangers no more. You don't got these like these bands never heard of before. You don't got bangers, B. You don't. You have all right. You pick a weekend song. Weekend's got banger. You pick that one. Come on, but dog. A, it's a new song and it fits WrestleMania. <laughs> it's all right. But it doesn't make me want to go out and like listen to it later. Come on, let the body hit the floor. When you hear that, you want to fight, B. For that come was on. a different time, Fly though. Like, I, come on, and, and, a sacrifice? Come once on. again, you are looking at different times and storylines that match that song. If you play that now, that don't necessarily match what's going on right now. But let's, I, my let's, way, Papa versus um, Johnny Wrestling? Come on, B. That's on come NXT on. on regular TV for the 8,000th time. They're not going to have a theme song for them. If we're gonna talk about a promo, the greatest promo of all time is The Rock versus Stone Cold. Their WrestleMania promo. Oh my god! Oh my god! Come on. As I was saying, we're gonna try. I'm gonna try. I feel like I remember the list, so I feel like I can do pretty good because it's on my phone, but I can't switch back and forth. Um, so you have, um, from what I believe, you have Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Can't wait for that match. Sleepo. Sleepo. Because Otis is about that life. Because Dolph is going to put him over. Like, I kind of don't want it to end. Like, it's one of those things that I kind of want them to drag that shit out. That was me. I'm losing the girl. I felt it. I felt it. My man I was put like, himself in Otis shoes. Oh Lord! Shit, I was feeling that. I felt. I felt hurt. I felt um, hurt. What else you have? Um, you got the um, um, Bobby Lashley versus Aleister Black. Bobby Lashley, you ain't know, you know. Bobby Lashley, you know. Yo, did you hear how I, homie had Corona and beat it? Duh. He's a walking Armageddon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's Corona to him? A fly. <laughs> oh, probably had like a couple of minutes because he is Armageddon. He is. When him and Brock collide, Look, gonna you're going to be ready. Armageddon uh, factor. It's going to be Thanos. Thanos. Oh, we already, we already Thanos. experiencing Thanos versus right now. Thanos. Um, Thanos versus future Thanos. Dark skin Thanos versus light skin Thanos. Oh, dark skin Thanos. Then I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not even gonna hold you. I really, I mean, before I knew the actual actor that did the Thanos voice, I thought it was a black dude. Yeah, it's a white dude. No, yeah. it's, I know that now, but like when I watched he it, I have a black brother. Like, I was like, that's a black dude. He's like, he has his moments where he's angry, but then he's sympathetic. I was like, that's a black dude, but it wasn't. It was a white guy. But anyway, um. What other matches you have? Uh, God, um, um, you guys can help me at any moment. You got the, the Kabuki Warriors, the Kabuki. Well, we know, yeah, I, um, uh, Alexa Bliss and um, and Nikki Cross. And Nikki Cross are gonna win that match. They they've been chasing that title for a while. The one thing I will give them is Oscar has been working this heel this heel moves for a while. I love mm-hmm. it. She's, She's really good at it. Mm-hmm. You gotta love it. And then speaking of the other tag team, you have the Raw Tag Team Champions of the Street Profits. 
excuse me, Street Profits versus um, Angel oh. Garzon and Austin Theory is replacing Andrade, yeah. which I'm really excited for him though. I think it's super dope. Um, but I still think Street Profits will still be the Raw Tag Team Champions after this weekend. Um, you have what else? Oh, you have the fatal. F- well, I think it's yeah, I think it's a fatal five. Who do you think gonna win the um the, the raw tag team match? Oh, you already said it, yeah. Street okay. Profits. Um, okay. you have the fatal five way um for the SmackDown Women's Title. You have your girl Tamina. You My have wife. um Bailey as champion. You have Sasha Banks. You have um Naomi and um who's the other person? Did I name five people? Two, three, four. I'm missing one person. Sasha. Wait, who? Sasha. Yeah, I said Sasha though. Bailey. Sa- Sasha. Bailey. Natalia. No, Natalia's on Raw. Naomi. I think. Naomi. I said Naomi. Naomi. Tamina. And who else? Mm-hmm. Who's and the first you said Bailey. Um, 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 the one who does the um, just for women punch. Lacey Evans. Oh, oh Lacey Evans. Oh. Lacey Evans. <laughs> it's gonna be Sasha. It's Sasha gonna be Wendy. Sasha Banks. It's really a, she renamed her name. Like finally reclaimed my time. I'm actually mad though that if she did does win, like I like I couldn't see that live. Like I feel like I I, I feel like they're saying matches. I feel cheated out of not seeing live. But a lot of people does win that title. You said what? She does win the titles. A lot of people will be mad. Why? Yeah. Because they wanted to see it live. Yeah, like it's one of those. My mother effing point. Why are you complaining? No, it's not a complaint. It's just like you wish That's you would have been there. It's a complaint. You I don't see it as a complaint. So my thing is this. If nobody loses championships, right? Oh, my God. This is so whack. You know, all this with no time to change hands? Fine. Tyler changed hands. That's a complaint. Oh, my God. You know what? We wasn't there to experience it. It's so trash. No, see, no. That's no. When you enter the that's so trash part, that's when it becomes a complaint. I'm just saying a statement where I'm saying as a fan, I wish if she did win that I would see it. Either way, I'm not saying it's trash or it's great. I'm just saying a statement. That's the difference. But you be angry at that outcome, you can't be angry. No, I'm not saying I would be mad at the outcome. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you protect. I'm saying people. Get it mad for that. But that's what I'm saying, though. Once you enter your emotion into a statement, then it's a complaint. Okay. Moving on. Um, so Sasha Banks might become your new SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, next we have um I feel like there's so many other matches that I'm missing. Oh, Intercontinental title, Sammy fucking Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I kinda want Daniel Bryan to win, but I feel like they won't let him have that just yet. Keep the title. And yeah, but I only would say keep it be- if it means once again Drew Gulak and Dane Bryan become tag team champions. That's the only mm-hmm. way I would accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You have the SmackDown tag team titles. SmackDown tag titles with the Miz and they got this track. <laughs> it's not better than Kitty Kitty though, so it don't matter. Kitty Kitty Kitty. <laughs> it's not better than that. Sorry. Sorry. I can never think like, like like he went in on that like on that diss track like what? Nice. So yeah, so you have um Miz and, and Morrison versus I think it's the Usos. Yeah, 
Usos and and New Day. Sure. I think the triple was triple threat match. A triple well, tag. Worst case, I actually want Usos to win. Um, I feel like that'll be dope for them to take the titles and reclaim their WrestleMania moment when they lost it in New Orleans. That's either here or there. Um, what else is left? Um, the Boneyard match. AJ yeah, wins know. that. AJ Styles, unfortunately. But, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm out here rocking my mans, though. But this is AJ's moment. Regardless of what people say about Taker, give or take, this is AJ's moment. So. Okay. So. AJ will definitely win. Um, Then you have the... Who, uh, who is Brock on the face? I mean, Brock. Who's um, um, William on the face? Wait, say it again. Who's William going to face? William Goldberg apparently is facing Braun Strowman. Okay, do you think Braun's going to win? No. William Goldberg will still be fucking champion come come out of this weekend. I think. It's going to be great. Three-second match. We we go home, and the bro comes out. (laughs) I think. Yo, if they, yo, that would have been the the trigger I would have pulled. I would have gave. I would have gave Matt Riddle that moment. Um, and they, they probably would have spared each other. It probably would have been great. Um, I think that Braun, this is Braun opportunity. I think that this is what Braun was talking about on the podcast where Vince said your time's going to come. I think this is his time right now. Because at the end of the day, you need somebody that could carry your company. You need somebody that who's very durable. And when he next, like someone that who could just you need that big show role where filling the filling the, the plugs for right now until the next person can take it. Like Braun is a very good transitional champion. And then he like you said, a transitional champion, be the paper champion. Yeah. Yeah. And then he feuds he feuds with Roman going into SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. If they if yeah. they chose to take the title off him, yes. Yeah. Um you have yeah, I mean, they probably will not do Money in the Bank. Um, if I was them, I probably would move it. I still would do Money in the Bank. I just would move the date. Because I, I think... Be, I would do a Money in the Bank type of match at SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, you can. Yeah, 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 I yeah, think, yeah. I just think the concept of Money in the Bank is so crucial for that element of surprise. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you, don't, you don't know one thing that I also think that WWE should do like, this is mad super random, but it's along the lines of, like, pay-per-views, is, yes, they should take out the pay-per-views off the network, right? It's all going, it all will come up to conclusion. But I think they should actually have house show specials and really legitimately take it seriously. Like, for example, like, this Saturday, we have a special, you know, like, um, in your house, you know, dead zone or something like that, and make it a big deal. And that will be the network special pay-per-views. You know, you don't have it every so often, have it once in a while. And for the big pay-per-views, you look like, ah, you know what? I remember in this paper, in, in, in this network special, they went at it. You understand? And I think with these network specials, they should actually put in, like, production quality. You know, have, like, special matches for certain people. Like, all right, this house show will have these matches, but we're going to include to, like, you know, the 555. You know, something, be, be, be more creative because it will actually keep more people, like, it'll, it'll feel that you're worth it than you spending 
all these crazy, like, it's just like, let me get my thoughts together. You still feel like you're still getting a dollar's worth because you're getting these network special pay-per-views. And then it will give you an excuse to still go out and say, you know what? I'm going to still want to go out, invite my friends over, and have everybody pay $10 to have the big four at my house to pay the difference. You understand? No, I get what you're saying. And that's, and that's a good idea because there's been times on pay-per-views, for instance, AJ Styles or Andrade winning a title, the title changing. Like the one at MSG. They love doing that shit at MSG. Boy, when fucking and, that shit. Oh. And, and guess yeah. what? You know, since like people may not want to take WWE, they'll say like, you know what? We'll give you a special house show pay per view. Oh really? Not more people want to come 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 there. Like I, I want to see it. You know, have Evolution at Nassau again. You know, that'll be the home of Evolution. Or bring it to another venue. You know, like that's all I'm saying. Personally, they never bring an Evolution back. Unfortunately, I bet you, I bet you um, if you do it, um, they'll bring it back. He doesn't even have enough women to even continue. I'm not saying that. I'm gonna say to even function their actual women's division right now, they wouldn't even be able to function in all women's pay per view. The indies, they'll pillage the indies. They'll do like their own version of the May Young Classic. Exactly. I mean, that's okay, but you really gotta pick your, you gotta pick people right. Oh, uh, back to prediction. What's your um? What's your prediction for the um TNT title? I don't know. I don't Cody's know who's in it. Cody's winning that. Who's in it? I- I don't know why he's in it. It's the who's in it. It's the you watch AEW yesterday? No, I have watched NXT because I can watch AEW on demand. So I'm gonna watch it after I get on the phone with y'all. Um, the first match is you know um, Darby Allen versus um Sammy Gargaro, the Spanish God. Cody versus um Cody versus the Perfect Ten. Um, on the other end is Coco Banner versus Lance Archer. And is um, I forgot who gold dust is facing. Dang, I can't even, I can't even go, you know, top, you know, um, you know, to the wait. Did Darby win the first match or no? No, they're not having it yet. Oh, so yeah. my my um winner is Darby actually because it's their mid card title, you're not gonna be to Cody, yeah. But I think that this is a chance for Lance Archer to like give him like some because if you saw last night that squash match he had against what's name was pretty good. What's name made him look very good. You know, Marco Stunt made him look like a million bucks. It's a very good squash match. If you see it, you understand what I mean. It was a good squash match. It was still a, it was it was still a squash match. Yeah, I was gonna say at the end of the day, it's still a squash match. But it's, it's, like it's, I make, make Lance Archer look good, and, and I, I don't I wouldn't be surprised if Lance Archer wins. Exactly. Because he's new to the company. Well, but if they did, if they're on, if Cody and Lance Archer are, are opposite sides of the bracket, then they, they, are. they might they be are. facing each other in that final. That'll yeah. be the way that that Jake gets to Cody. So if they played it like that, then that yeah, that would be yeah, yeah. Um, yep. but back to WrestleMania. Um, we have John Cena versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. You may know obviously it's gonna be a good match. Another Bray. It's gonna take good. this W from where he owe. Pay what you owe, John Cena. As much as I love you, I think that the person who's gonna get the the person who will get the pin is probably Bray. It won't be the Fiend. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um. What else? What else? What else? Um. You have um. 
Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for Shayna. the um, Raw Women's Championship. I am praying Shayna Baszler wins. Who's one of the um the um, um um who's one of the triple threat um tag team ladder match? There's a tag team ladder match. No, yeah, we saw triple threat. Martin, um, versus no. New Day and, and, and the no. Uso. The men's is out to make a triple threat. What? You didn't hear that? You sure that Well, yeah, apparently Miz was yeah, out. Yeah, the Miz is out because he came to the form. All right, all right. No, I, don't I, follow heard the story. I heard that, but I heard another thing is that they filmed everything before that. Oh, right. Oh, I'm not That's what sure. I heard, too. I heard That's both. So I heard Miz was out. However, they recorded stuff before he decided well, you not know to what? come back. You know what? Either or, whatever position we have for the SmackDown tag team, it's still a tag on tag team out. So who you got? Well, I said Usos. We already said. We already talked about that. Usos? Yeah. Mm. Pay attention. <laughs> um, As yeah. smoke rises like he's Undertaker. Um, Not gonna ask which one is me. Which one? Which one I want? That's why we pause so you oh, can answer. Um, <laughs> I mean, I gotta go for my. Um, I, I took a picture of him. I gotta go for John Morrison in the mid. <laughs> So you, you took a picture with New Day too. Game changer. You know what? New Day, because I took a, a picture with Big E <laughs> and Xavier. So. You took a whole picture with, with them a year ago. What's wrong with you? Okay. Um And Coffee have... Coffee actually listened to me. Yeah, he, he actually had a conversation with me. Coffee. You know, I'm Dominican, so you know I have a speech impediment. That don't mean nothing. Hey, I know what happened to my brother. I don't. He might have had a call or something. Okay. My bad, my bad. See, um, so you have um Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. Like I said, best one of the best matches that's going to be on that night. And I'm gonna tell you this right now, Rhea Ripley is going to get it, but the rub she's going to get from Charlotte is going to be untouched. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So who you got, Edge or Randy? Edge. Um, I have I have Edge. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me Randall's too. not winning. Get out of here. He's a junkie. That's massive. Um, <laughs> That's mad messed up. How you gonna say that? That's what he said. Right. Nah, but you, you, you don't go along with it. That's what he said. Let's wrap this up because I have to get out of here. Um, last, I feel like not so late the least, but you have, once again, you have Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. Drew McIntyre! So, I'm hitting the curveball, and I'm saying Brock Lesnar. Wouldn't be surprised if I with Drew. I have a theory. I have a theory. So, I say Brock. I think Brock will win, right? And then, he will be Goldberg. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. He destroyed Braun, Goldberg, and then he was just like, ha, ha, ha. One person, Paul Heyman said, excuse me, one person you have to be at WrestleMania is my client. Listen to this. Brock wins, and then we go on recess. ESPN need contact. ESPN needs us to put on television. Brock is double champion like this. So when wrestling comes back, you hungry. Yo, who's going to take Brock for, for like, for like, um, for like both championship? Then McIntyre. Climb back up to the ladder. Get the money and bank match. Hit him. Get both championships. You become, you know, Drew two belts. 
<laughs> so, to piggyback off of that wild story, I, as I said, think Brock will win. I think they won't let Drew, I think they want Drew to have a moment with people. So I think they will hold it to SummerSlam. He might win on some BS, though. Like, I think that, I don't think that he's going to beat them clean. I think for the first time, he's not going to beat them clean. Because if you beat them clean, it's like, all right, it's kind of over. So it's got to be some kind of dirty trickery. Like, well, yeah, him or it ending in a DQ will allow Brock to still look strong and like a badass, and it won't bury what Drew's momentum was. Back. Smart. Smart. So I see you out here making big click moves. You know, I, that's what I do. Um, but as we are going to sign off, any last um, remarks, guys, before we say our farewell? Wash your hands, you motherfuckers, and stay inside. Stay no, your ass at home unless you no. do, unless you're essential. Please protect yourselves. Um, y'all next welcome. week, you said what? I welcome. I get your mail every day, right? Y'all welcome. Barely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. Um, as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilson, Mr. Black. Catch us next week on the Java Tears podcast. Later. Wait, you say hashtag Black Excellence, hashtag we out. Hashtag Black Excellence, hashtag we out.